The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Hello and welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster and I'm so excited to have a few of my Florence friends today in the studio. Um, They are from Ascendance Inner World Arts, Laurel Boyd and Catherine Carpenter. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's so nice to have you both here. Thank you for being here in the studio. And so Ascendance is at 192 Pine Street, is that right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah and that's the plaza that has Great Wall and Masa, Masa. Mexicano and yep. a laundromat and yep. a convenience store and maybe a uh, religious place? They've moved on at this point. Okay, so yeah. no more religious place. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> so is that it? Is that everybody in the plaza? I think so. I think you got yeah, it all. We're yeah. just over from Bombix. Yeah, and so what is the plaza called? Does it have an official name? I think mostly it's referred to as the Pine Street Plaza. Plaza. Okay. I've never called it anything, so I didn't know if there was a specific name. Like there's, or you know, the one with Great Wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, pretty much directions. the reference point is Great Wall. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Clara and Great Wall is just so amazing. Mm-hmm. I have two kids, and one of them is like addicted to Great Wall. <laughs> like whenever Maddie, she's like, "Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, okay." <laughs> they haven't quite gotten onto the Masa um, train yet. I'm happy to keep. Showing some love to Clara, who is going to open a new restaurant. Little Wall, right? She's moving on, yeah, from Great Wall. Um, And then she's going to open Little Wall soon, too, in Florence, which is great. Yeah. But anyway, back to Ascendance. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell me what Inner World Arts is. Like, what is Ascendance? Such a great question. Um, So... When I began thinking about opening up this studio, I, of course, you know, what, what to call it. And a lot of dance studios in, for years have been called Miss Tina's Dance Studio, or it's always like somebody's name <laughs> attached to it. And I just was like, I think I wanted to have the beginning of this sort of be purposeful and meaningful for me. So it wasn't all about me. It was about everyone. It was about community. It was about connecting both to yourself, but to others as well. And so um, inner world just means all of the heart space and all of the emotions and all of the things that we use all the arts to express. Um, so inner world for me just means like, you know, all the things I want to say, but don't necessarily get to say all the time. And I use my choreography and my dancing to to kind of bring that out more in an artful form. I think for me, that's what it means. Ascendance is just for me a word that means rising above, um, working hard, ascending, floating up, seeing the bigger picture, understanding process, um, and just being really able to enjoy being present through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of what all yeah, that means to I me. love it. I, I love it. It's beautiful. And I've never asked you um, in all these years that we've known each other um, what exactly that means, but I have thought about it a lot. Oh, and so, you. Laurel, you're the the founder, yep. the owner, the director. Owner, um, director. Yep. yep. And so what year did Ascendance open? We officially opened in 2016 um, after about a year or so of renovations. Um, before we came in, it was uh, an old an old drugstore or 
something like that, I Rite think. Aid. Rite yes, Aid, was it? Yeah, yeah, I was trying to remember. <laughs> like, too. I was going to say Brooks. Yeah, for some reason that comes to mind, one. too. I'm not yeah. sure which one it was. But yeah. yeah, but it was just a very open, blank canvas of a space with, like, a couple of bathrooms in the back. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it just seemed like the perfect time and amount of space for us to really... Um, you know, sort of established this dream. And so a year later, <laughs> a quarter of a million dollars later, yeah. um, we have this beautiful state-of-the-art space, which is so, feels like home now a lot of times. And why why Florence? Was it always going to be Florence? Was it always this space? Were you coveting this space? Like um, Florence to me is... Well, I want to say, I want to first preface this by saying Northampton to me has always been a very, very, very special place. I came out here to go to school at UMass Amherst, and I knew from very early on that I didn't want to live in Amherst. I wanted to live in Northampton because I just really loved the vibrancy of the arts community, the performing, everything. It was just like this, I felt like it was this right-sized little city that had everything I could possibly dream of. Um and so many incredibly gifted and talented people around, performers and visual artists and all, all, all the, runs the gamut, totally. Um, and I wanted to be a part of that fabric. I wanted to be a part of that. And, and it's a great place to raise your children. And I just, I just adore it. So mm-hmm. um, when we found out this space was, was available in Florence, we were just like, we checked it out. And it was like, I don't think I need to look anywhere else. It had parking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's parking. Yeah. Yeah. Free parking. Free parking. Yeah. It's no, a thing. no. I know we used to call them meter maids yeah. like back in the day, but no, no ticket people, no, nope. no parking people. Yeah. No. Um, employees. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which I know is still a big draw for, for Florence um, to not have meters. Yeah. Something that FCBA works on all the time. Yes. Um, that's so great. So, where are you from originally? I grew up outside of Boston in a suburb named Needham. Massachusetts um, and went to UMass Amherst for my bachelor's of fine arts and dance took about a year off to work and then that was too much and I was just itching to go back to school and so I just grew to adore the five college dance program I loved every minute of being a part of that so I was like okay where can I go that's close and Smith was right there so um, I applied got in did my graduate work at Smith and got a degree in choreography and performance. And then from there it was teaching and choreographing and performing and I had like this patchwork quilt of a life driving up and down 91, (laughs) teaching everywhere (laughs) from Northfield Mount Hermon to Karen's Dance Studio Amherst Ballet. I taught as a resident at Mount Holyoke for a few semesters, um, just little bits and pieces of all ages, all kinds of styles of dance, mostly jazz, modern, contemporary, that stuff. Which that type of lifestyle will make you want to open up your own studio yes. so that you don't have yes, to drive yes, anywhere, it right? Does. Exactly. Yeah. I'm tired just listening to that. Um, <laughs> it was not easy on my back either. I yeah, will say that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, between the dancing and yep. the driving, it's yep. yeah, it's not easy to. Mm-hmm. And also getting places now too. I feel like it's it's harder to actually be somewhere for something now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
between the, the the virtual and the phone and all that stuff. And and anyway, so all right, so Laura, we're gonna pause on you for a minute and and say hi to Catherine, yes, Catherine yes. Carpenter. <laughs> and um, Catherine, you are the children's programming coordinator and community relations yeah, manager. Mouthful, huh? Yeah, it's a lot, <laughs> but it's a lot of C's. Like yeah. I feel like Ascendance has like this three C thing. So all of your C's in here was like right on for me yeah yeah so um community collaboration community those are all things that are extremely important to myself as a parent um and also is the mission and the core of our studio so of laurel studio it's so, ours excuse for me. sure it's ours. i feel like it's a baby too um, <laughs> excuse me but i um i once well funny we were talking about great wall because one day i'm like i'm gonna go pick up my order and i'm waiting and i'm like what is going on over there i see this little sticky note about um dance soon and then i I started to see more brochures and i'm like what is this place gonna be and i went to an adult class and kept going and fell in love with the studio brought my daughter there and then i ended up becoming an employee there so it's it's really crazy. It's been five plus years now. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course, my alarm's going off. I'm oh, watch. Sorry I was about that. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ticking. Um, can I just say really quickly though? Um, I am so happy to be back in this space. Yes. <laughs> I am just so thrilled and want to thank you so much for welcoming yes, us. Yes. Thank you so so yeah. much. So we have to tell everyone that, yes. that after I invited you to come on oh, the yeah, show, yeah. you said, oh, wait, I have to tell you something. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So 25 plus years ago, I worked here. I, I started off as an intern and end up, ended up getting a job on um, WHMP AM 1400 with Ron Hall and did a show called 60 to 6 with Ted Baker. Dennis Lee was here. Hugh Massey was here. Um, Rick Heideman was the program director. Sean Davey was here, Dave Musanti, and this really, really special guy named John Carpenter. So my And your last name is Carpenter. Well, it is now, but it used to be Shepherdson. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Catherine Shepherdson. And I would um, go on the news and do my thing. I'd go to city council meetings. This is when Mayor Ford was in office. Mm-hmm. And I eventually also did uh, the FM on the weekends on the alternative rock station. And my husband would come in. We'd eat sushi together and hang out. And your husband that you met here. My husband <laughs> that I met here. Uh, the love of my life 22 years wow, ago. I love oh, this. And now yes. we have our family here. And, Radio love And magic. I just got to see Barbara Kushka. Who oh, was ba- just Babs. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it was so cute to see. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we, we need to take our first break. But I can't wait to come back and tell you more about Ascendance Inner World Arts. I'm here with Laura Boyd and Karen Karen Carpenter. Catherine Carpenter. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. 
Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guests today are from Ascendance Inner World Arts on Pine Street in Florence, Laurel Boyd and Catherine Carpenter, not to be confused with Karen Carpenter, <laughs> although it did just... No, I get that We a did lot. just sing a few yes, Carpenter we did. songs, so... We have no idea what happened that. in commercial. Yeah, yeah, it was so good, so good. Um, thank God for the commercial breaks. Um, so before we broke, we were hearing about your um, radio experience here which is so awesome to see. I mean, I wish all of the the listeners out there could really see you like kind of going down memory lane and really reliving your experience here. Oh, I've taken a few photos yeah. for sure. <laughs> so we'll be posting them on social media. If anyone knows you on social media, yeah. I'm sure they're going to go. No, I mean, if um, it wasn't for this place, I, I never would have landed at, um, at Channel 40 in Springfield. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful. And I'm truly, I just feel so happy to be back here and um, so lucky to be working with Laurel and here in the Valley still. Yeah. And I feel like everything, you know, uh, there's this quote um, that's at my yoga studio in Florence, Yoga of the Valley, um, on the wall that says, you know, something like we thank God for the good things that happen, but we forget to thank God for the bad things that happen. And it's so true. It's like you can't have the life that you have, the body that you're embodying right now if you take away just the you know take away the negatives and and not appreciate both so so true yeah so true yeah so um i love you all and your presence in florence um my well, children you. have both been um a part of your magic um oh, for a lot of years in the camps <laughs> and um the different dance um assistance that you've given but you know one of the things that you talked about in the first segment was the three c's mm-hmm. and so you said community connection and collaboration Correct. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I feel like that modality really like, you know, it kind of helps to guide you in how you do business. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So in the beginning, when you when we're, you know, we're I'm trying to create what I want our mission to be all about. um, These three words really stood out. And these three words represent everything that guides the work we do. it is uh, the three pillars. They really are the three pillars. They're the values we really hold dear. We hold them up on high, and we have these wonderful um, ways of using collaboration, using connection, using community to really educate our students about what it means to be a person, a human, growing and becoming through these three Cs. Connection to self and other, collaboration, with others is part of the arts community in a big way. And um, community, I mean, this year, Catherine has absolutely launched us into the community in ways we have never been before, especially with our performing group, Meridian Performance Company. Um, The young people in that company have gotten all sorts of wonderful volunteerism opportunities in the community um, because Catherine is sort of spearheading all of that wonderful work. Um, And so, in addition to learning how to be great artists and great dancers, they're learning how to be great people, how mm-hmm. to be citizens, how to be respectful of self and other, um, which is really, um, I think, probably the the most important aspect of this work is how to be um, a good listener, how to have wonderful, balanced relationships with people, how to communicate effectively, how to... Um, self-advocate. I mean, these are things that we are, they don't know they're learning it, but they are learning it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's not something that we sort of 
consciously put out there as part of our, you know, curriculum, but it's something that they are definitely learning through the work they do together and also with the community. And I'll let you talk a little bit more about that because you did all that kind of background work. Um, and I think what the kids really took back from that was that it was so much fun to do volunteering work. And there were all these wonderful people we got to meet. So do you want to Yeah, that? absolutely. First, I just want to say, where was this place when I was growing up? <laughs> <laughs> because truthfully, I feel like some of the stuff that we do is just like, A, what I wish I had that was available being a new parent, or what I wish was around growing up. And honestly, it's that easy, also being inspired by our kids and what Mm -hmm. they like and what they enjoy. Absolutely. Um, I have an older son who's just rounding the corner to 17, which freaks me out. (laughs) And I'm um, also looking at him and saying, you know, what are the kinds of things that you know about being a good member of the community? Same with my daughter. And so I think introducing kids to volunteerism early just is so impactful. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you go like, hello, community doesn't really mean much to you when you're younger. At least I didn't really get it when I was younger. Um, So I'm trying to I think share with them what it means and make it make sense to them. Mm -hmm. So this year, um, thank you, Laurel, but we, this year we really um, took some of what the kids were interested in and also what we thought might be a really good time and embrace uh, some of these these meaningful things, as I mentioned. But we did participate in um, by creating the Iowa Community Drive. So we collected food, uh, clothing, and toys for MANA, the Northampton Survival Center, the Jack Dumphy Toy Drive. So whenever you walked in our studio, no matter when, uh, you would see something about one of these organizations. So when parents are sitting in the hallway and they're like, oh, is ballet over? No offense. <laughs> None taken. They're reading the billboards. They're reading the hall. They're looking up or and down. they're thinking, oh, my God, how is ballet almost over? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you have a Wi-Fi password? Like, yeah, I need Wi-Fi. Yeah. I'm working. I'm yeah. doing stuff. Right. And how is right. it already time to go home? Right. Well, yes, that too. And that's exactly what <laughs> want to help parents with too time right we need more we need more time which is why I have a parents night out but we can talk about that um, but also our uh, our Meridian performance company also you know we had an opportunity to um, to meet with Carol McMurch of Empty Arms to discuss infant and pregnancy loss our Meridian volunteered at MANA we prepared meals we chopped apples, we um, you know, put all the food packaging together, we uh, delivered food and toured the survival center, mm-hmm. um, we met with members of Safe Passage to discuss domestic violence, how it impacts the community, and it wasn't just like a meet and greet. We sat down with an, for about an hour and just talked about it, and then afterwards, the feedback from the kids was awesome. I mean, some of the kids could relate personally to these experiences Mm -hmm. or have friends who have related to this experience or said, I had no idea that there were people in my community that are dealing with this, struggling with this, or I never knew what quote unquote that word meant, Mm -hmm. you know, in different circumstances. So we, we raised money for safe passage. We did the hot chocolate run, the syrup stampede. Um, We had so much fun at the pride parade this Mm -hmm. year. I mean, we just did everything we could to um, 
fill up our time with things that the kids would really enjoy, but that we knew they could get something out of. And boy, have we ever. And Mm. it's been so much fun. It's been amazing. Truly. And I really love how, you know, it's not just about performance, right? It's not just about dance at Ascendance. Um, It's about the community. It's about partnering. You know, I feel like you're really good at that. Um, And I love that you're getting better (laughs) at it, you know, by reaching out to more people. And and from my experience, you know, um, the camps, just to talk about camps for a second, you know, the camps always partner with various community members, which is what makes them so amazing. So I love that you're kind of going off of that sort of partnership mentality and taking it further. Absolutely. I think um, Catherine's design of our camp weeks is pretty incredible. I think it's extraordinary, actually, because, I mean, like I said before, our community is filled with extraordinary people. And, you know, we have been partnering with Art Always for a very long time. High five books. Well, Lindsay, before she was our always right i mean before mm. it was like at yeah. high five like before right. everyone kind of knew it was yes. across the street yeah. from us yes. not too right. far from it us. was right. really close right yeah. right and we're talking about Lindsay fogg willis yes. um who's the owner of our mm. always and high five books so cool. Lexi, so kind walter's right yeah yes. both of them yeah. amazing we yeah. just love them so much yeah um they're awesome yeah and then we've just you know it's Catherine's, you know how to make things more interesting <laughs> how to make things um, more empowering for all of the age groups. We've had sattva archery. We've had um, uh, we've had pottery classes for the kids. We we try to really incorporate a sort of a well-rounded, not solely about dance kind of experience, but so that they're getting sort of a lot of different educational mm-hmm. experiences and expressive arts experiences. And I love that it's themed too. Yeah. We've so had what fun. are the themes this year? <laughs> Well, so, you know, being interdisciplinary, we're combining movement, art, enrichment, and fun. But I think sometimes people think, oh, it's a dance school, so it must be a dance camp. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. In fact, I want you to come to us if you've never danced before. Why? Because you'll learn a little something, and you're also going to, you know, have fun with slime. At one point, we had a snake in the studio. We've had turtles in the studio. We do karaoke. <laughs> we do freeze dance. Like, we really try to do a little bit of everything and anything. Um and again, I think our kids have inspired that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're rolling on year five of camp. My memory is like, what? Yeah, um, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's amazing, um, but we have to take a break. So um, this is Tara Brewster with uh, the Western Mass Business Show and Ascendance Inner World Arts. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guests today are from Ascendance Inner World Arts in Florence on Pine Street. Laurel Boyd is the director, owner, and founder, and Catherine Carpenter is the children's programming coordinator and community relations manager. 
Um, and so we were just listening a little bit about the camps. And so first and foremost, I want you all to, to say your website so that people can start to search all this stuff up because you have all of your um, classes and camps and everything all online. Yeah. Um, and then tell us about, tell us, tell us about <laughs> um, what camps are being offered this year and if you have any room in them and who can go to them. Great. Yeah. So um, you can visit us at www.ascendancearts.com. And um, yeah. And so. Yeah. So this summer we have some really fun, fun themes. Um, this is the my most favorite part is to be able to, de- you know, develop like what goes with what and who could we get? And that's that's a really I love summer for this reason, because the kids are just so excited and it makes me excited. Right. Otherwise, I. I you know. I, I'm a big fan of your camps. They're they're the best. Well, so I'm excited. Both of your kids, and I love yeah. them to pieces. Yeah, and they they love coming there. So <laughs> Hi, thank Maddie. you so Hi, much. Charles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maddie's like, Mom, do not talk about me on the radio today. I was like, Well, I won't, but <laughs> but Catherine yeah. will. Yeah. Catherine might. Um, so we have covered all sorts of different themes over the years, but this summer. We're going to have a space week camp called Moonwalkers. Yes, we will learn the moonwalk. Um, Thank and you for that. <laughs> You're saving me from having to teach it, which would probably go poorly. <laughs> but what's so funny? They're like, what? What's the moonwalk? Yeah. Um, we're going to, one of the exciting pieces of this puzzle, we're going to have a portable planetarium in the studio. That's amazing. From the Springfield Museums. So I'm really excited about that. Our storytellers week is going to be insane. We have have um, Heidi Stemple, oh, who's coming, which I'm so thrilled. Love Heidi, who's Jane Yolen's, Jane Yolen's daughter. daughter. Yes, uh, she's an incredible author, and she's going to spend an hour with us, and we are just so excited. We're also going to be working with Lexi Walters-Wright from High Five Books. Again, we'll be working with Art Always, and I'm going to have some other special guest artists still to be announced. One of our most popular camps is called Mix It Up. So it's for kids who want to dip their toes in a little bit of everything. So if you have a child or a grandchild who's like, you know, bebopping like a ping pong ball, then this is their (laughs) camp because it's not going to be the same ever. Each day is a little bit different. Each week is a little bit different. So um, that's really fun to try and find variety for Mm -hmm. kids, whether it's the styles of dance or the activities that we do. In the past, we've also done some really great and exciting programming about water, about conservation, ocean in a bottle. We've made rain sticks. At one point, we had a hot air balloon basket come to the studio. (laughs) We had a drone flyover. We've had special guests talk about rainforest. We transformed the studio into a rainforest one time. And we also had an all-around-the-world camp where we had... Um, folks come in and talk about, teach us about cultures and traditions, including dance from places like Turkey and Africa and India and Ireland. It goes on and on. So who is this for? This is for kids ages six to nine. Do you have to know how to dance? Absolutely not. What do you wear? Anything you want and bare feet. (laughs) And um, all the information is on our website, but we also do offer dance camps. So Again, this is for the little six to nine, but for kids who are older than nine. Yep, we have a preteen camp that we're offering this summer. It's for kids who are 10 to 12 or 10 to 13. And um, the this is a brand new sort of themed camp this year. Um, I'm really interested in empowerment curriculum. I'm interested in... Um, 
starting to teach dance through a, a lens of self-advocacy and understanding that we can teach kids to do this when when they're younger so that those skills are not something that you know <laughs> we're learning in our 20s and 30s <laughs> like like I did um, yeah. so yes. um, so empowerment curriculum to me is is exactly like how do I define and uh, assert my sense of power in the world. Who am I? How do I relate to others? Um, what do I need? What do I want? How do I communicate that? Who am I communicating to? And how do I effectively do that in such a way that I can be heard? Um, so these are things that I think are um, so important to learn as young people because, um, well, uh, the conversation in the world right now is not empowered to me. <laughs> I think there's a lot of conversation that is um, very um, charged, charged, and not collaborative. Uh, not collaborative. I guess that's a great way of saying it. it. It's it's we have come out of COVID with a really defensive world. I feel like in some ways, and. Um, I think coming out of COVID is also exactly the reason why we need to do more of this sort of inner self-structure work mm-hmm. at the younger that we are. Because I think a lot of times, um, I think it's so important to discuss things like boundaries and, and understanding for kids what that means and, and how to respect that in others. And it seems like there's less and less of that happening at school, per se. You know, there's so much more focus on the teaching, the things that, you know, for the the tests or the exams or whatever, that there seems to be less and less of like the fun time Mm -hmm. or the arts time or the gym time or whatever. So, yeah, um, for me, I think that the I love dancing. I've always loved dancing. I've loved teaching my whole life. Choreographing is so much fun, but really it's the privilege and the honor of getting to see the beautiful people that my students become when they graduate. That is absolutely what gets me up every morning. It jazzes me, it energizes me. I absolutely, and I'm in awe of what these young people do and how they can they tap into their own potential in such ways that that I never did at their age. And yeah. I just feel like um, that is just, that is for me what why I do what I do and why we are here. Being seen, being heard. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you, it's, it's really that simple, yep. right? And it's so meaningful when we all know this as adults. Mm-hmm. Imagine how life would have been much easier as a kid to have been seen and heard yeah. and how important it is just those real basic terms. Yeah, I mean, kids were seen and not heard or or not seen and not heard (laughs) Mm -hmm, before, you know? So so to give them the spot, um, the spotlight and attention, I think is really important. And I think it is happening more and more outside of your family dynamic or outside of the school dynamic or outside of sports. So I think more and more it's camps or um, electives or, you know, things that you have to find the time to fit in your schedule Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. a more whole child. And so my question for both of you was, how are kids doing right now? You know, um, I I have I see some kids. I'm I'm in that world. But 
are the kids different today than they were pre-pandemic? You know, are you seeing more broken kids, more healthy kids, more resilient kids? Like, what kind of kids are you seeing? Um, from my perspective, I think there's a mix. I think um, we are seeing more kids who are still working to kind of come out of a, a bit of regression. I think there are kids who, for whom the pandemic was really, I mean, um, I don't want to say challenging. That seems like too diminishing of a word. I feel like it, it really did just put a stop to life as we knew it. And so having what I'll just call is a collective trauma, the whole world experienced to various degrees, um, I think is still being processed in a lot of different ways. Um, and now that we are sort of back in a, what I'll quote unquote, more normal work school life, um, I think the transition and adjustment is taking time for some kids. And I think, um, I mean, for myself included, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I definitely feel like there were, I'm seeing moments of like where kids seem to have had a little bit of a halting in their, in their growth or maturity. And I'm seeing some other kids on the other side of that who are, who are rebounding specifically because they were continuing to move and dance through all of it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, so often I've heard that so many things took precedence over dance before when the pandemic hit. I can't tell you how many emails I got from parents who were like, oh my God, your classes are my daughter's lifeline. Mm -hmm. And like literally those words, and for myself, my daughter included, she's like, mom, what am I gonna do if I can't dance? And I was like, we are never gonna do that. We're never gonna stop dancing. I mean, so much of that support emotionally and, psychology and psychologically was, was just came to the forefront for a lot of people. It certainly came to the forefront for me. I think that's great. Um, we need to take another break. I love how fast this this one's going. This is Tara Brewster. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm here with Ascendance Inner World Arts, Laurel and Catherine. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with a couple of friends from Florence, Ascendance Inner World Arts on Pine Street, Laurel Boyd and Catherine Carpenter. We've been hearing about the kids, about their amazing studio in Florence, all the camp offerings, the class offerings, and how the inside of kids needs to be strengthened so that they can be more resilient on the outside and better community partners and better um, humans to themselves and the people that surround them. So we were just talking a little bit about um, kids and how they're doing. And so I think, uh, Catherine, you might want to start off with how they're doing and your scholarship fund and Yeah, well, I, I would say I think that the, you know, the ice is still thawing. It's mm -hmm. still melting. I think that we're all still feeling it and moving through it. I remember sitting down with you, Laurel, mm -hmm. on, during the pandemic when we're on Zoom, and we were, you know, terrified that we didn't know if we were going to make it. And what's so strange about all of this and how life has unfolded is that we're busier than ever. Because I think people have 
turned to the arts and other outlets to uh, work through all that we have endured. And I will say, because I'm taking these phone calls, that we've had a lot of families saying, I really want to dance, but I don't think we can afford it. And so we have a really important scholarship fund at the studio, and more people are asking to um, to use it. It's mm-hmm. the Nevea Molina Ascendant Scholarship Fund. Um, and we're so proud to be able to, to help families and mm-hmm. uh, raise money for people who really want to move. Yep. And the scholarship fund is entirely funded by donation from our community at this point. Um, so people who have been um, touched by this scholarship fund are talking about their experiences with it. Those who um, are very, very generous. We rely so much on the gener- generosity of our families. Um, and it, it allows us to keep offering financial support to families who are experiencing financial hardship. Um, and uh, that number seems to, like you said, kind of keep growing at the, this point. But we're just very grateful that it's there. And it's, it, it's one of our ways that we honor our former student, Nevea Molina, who is a beautiful young dancer um, who we lost to uh, bullying. And um, it's also one of the main reasons why we have this curriculum, empowerment curriculum. And um, it, it's, there's a real need for all of that these days, I think, for mm-hmm. both kids and parents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for having the fund and thank you for doing this work. It's really important. Mm. I completely agree. And who else is at the studio doing this work with you? Is it just the two of you? Oh, no. We have an amazing team. Um, yeah, we have a Justin most amazing faculty. I think they um, they absolutely impress me every year, year after year. Um, Tiffany Joseph, who has been with me since the beginning. Um, this is her seven-year anniversary. We're going to do a little bit of a celebration of her at our show. Um she teaches wonderful like jazz hip hop chances are if you're a young one coming through the studio you've had tiffany's class because everybody mm-hmm. loves her and so she much. also teaches rhythm stuff she which is one of the stuff. only styles that we offer mm-hmm. that i know of so for yes uh, very, exactly let's put it this way very few there may be others out mm-hmm. there but she's she's amazing mm-hmm. yes so rhythm stomp is sort of a fusion jazz hip hop and step combination um, that allows kids to really develop their musicality and their rhythm. Um, so uh, that's why it's so much fun. I, I used to team teach it with her, and I feel like I had more fun than the kids sometimes. It was so it was so much fun to do. She also teaches an Afro-Caribbean adult class, which is a blast. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So Tiffany is super multifaceted and so talented, and just she just wears her whole heart for every class that she meets with. So we love her to death. Um, Other teachers have been with us for a long time. Nadine Matthews had started our acro program and so many littles come up through her imaginations and lower level ballet, ballet and acro jazz um, and jazz tap. And so they get their starts with her. She's She's amazing. She's so patient with the kids. She's so great. And they love her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Wheat, who's our hip hop specialist, he is an award-winning coach and choreographer, which we are really lucky to have him with us. And the only guy, not the only guy. Oh, oh, not the only guy. Yeah, and he was on So You Think You Can Dance a long time ago, but he was on there. He was on there. Super talented. Yeah, (laughs) he's super talented. And he this year he uh, choreographed my daughter's solo for competition, and she actually kind of became sort of a first place champion winner 
with it. So, wow, that's um, yeah, we're really that's proud amazing. of her. And we're really yeah. proud of him because he he really um, he was with us when he didn't have to be. He was so dedicated, and I really really just love him for mm, that. Also, Jen Peterson, from, formerly of Northampton School of Dance, she's with us on our faculty. Wonderful contemporary and ballet instructor, super patient. She's like second or third mom to our kids, and um, everybody just adores her. David Bovat, also oh, David. From, I don't think um, I met him yet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, once you meet him, you never yeah. forget him. Yeah. Okay. He, he is a very talented Broadway jazz tap teacher. He teaches adult tap. Their class is doing a piece in our show that will knock your socks off. Um, he's just a master choreographer, also a judge for competition, this step up to dance competition. Um, and he just, there's just so many multifaceted. Yeah. We just posted tap. some video actually um, on our social media. <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram yeah. if you guys want to check it out. And is it Ascendance in Her World Arts? Is that your handle On Facebook there? Yeah. and Iowa Dance on Instagram, yeah. I think. Just and type in Ascendance and, and it'll pop up. Okay, mm-hmm. so A-I-W-A, is that yes. the... Okay. Correct, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And it's, it's, it's totally worth checking <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, who else? We have... Um, Catherine Bavera. Catherine Bavera. So Catherine Bavera is our ballet instructor as well. She um, also runs Academy of Ballet Arts, and um, she's a very well-respected instructor in the valley. Um, Did you say ballet or belly? Ballet. We did have ballet, belly dancing at we one did, point. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, no, Jonathan. Catherine. And, well, Jonathan, we are... I'm, I, just, I do have to just sort of gush a little bit. Um, so Jonathan Reisling. Jonathan, if you're listening, we love you. Um, so Jonathan Reisling, I didn't even know was in the area, but... Um, when I learned this, I almost fell out of my chair. Um, so he is a former Elvin Ailey dancer um, who is now living in the area. And um, when I found this out, I basically fell over. And I was a former what dancer? Elvin Ailey American Dance Theater. Okay, tell that to people who aren't dancers. <laughs> okay, so Elvin Ailey is. I don't know if you don't know him. Alvin Ailey is an icon in dance history. So essentially, um, Alvin Ailey is really credited with bringing um, the black experience to the stage and really elevating it and creating it to be respected as an elegant form of dance. So um, he is certainly a history-making choreographer and visionary. And um, Jonathan, um, he was in one of his... um, the piece is part of um, Revelations, which is Elvin Ailey's iconic piece. One of the segments is called Sinner Man, and Jonathan was the dancer in that piece. Can I just tell you that she played the video and we just geeked out? Is really what happened? <laughs> I can tell. She's doing, she's doing such a nice job explaining it so nicely, yes, but we yeah. were screaming yeah. watching this video, yeah. like, "Oh my God, he's coming to Ascendance!" Well, really, for <laughs> me, you know, I went to college and I learned all about these people in school in a book, and then to have a person who literally lived all of these things come and talk to me we we met and we had snacks and drinks at Northampton Brewery He's just so down to earth and so lovely so he choreographed because, a piece for our Meridian Performance Company and they performed at the Academy of Music at yeah. first night nice and he's also married to Amanda um, who owns Tell Us Tell on us. the Satellite yes. Bar and they're yeah. both amazing yeah um, that's amazing anyone else on faculty that you want to talk about I must be forgetting somebody Gabby Sarah Calvin 
are those Gabby and Calvin are former students of mine who are actually going on to doing amazing things. Uh, Calvin is touring in Europe on some show. I I, like I don't even remember. He's doing so many things. I just peeked at your website. And Gabby it needs updating. It does. The website needs a little work. Just want to give a shout out. No, yeah, no, I love them to death. They are so talented. And Gabby is in uh, Southern California doing another degree in performing arts. Yeah, she's so. amazing. Um, all right, so before we go, talk about the spring performance really quickly. Spring performance coming up Friday, June 16th, Saturday, June 17th. It's called Heart, and that's our theme this year. You can buy tickets Great. to our website. All the info's on there, AscendanceArts.com. Perfect. Well, it's time to wrap up. This is Tara Brewster. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm here today with Ascendance and her world arts, Laurel and Catherine. Love you both so much. Thank Love you, you for coming Thank on. You. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP.